0: Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer, diving into day four of violence in America. I did release day three's episode earlier today because I am a day behind. So I thought I better get on top of this so you have day four's information out there. I read an article today in Psychology Today um, by Michael Pataro. He says it's he's a crime and justice doctor. The article is from May 6, 2019. It's called exposure to media violence and emotional desensitization. So I did talk about that in my previous episode in the desensitization in social media and the exposure to violence and aggression in our world. So it's a little bit of piggybacking on what I said yesterday. So interesting. Um Dr. Pitaro was talking about, you know, his childhood and reflecting on the environment he grew up on. So it, it drew me to reflect on mine and how much easier it was and less stressful at that time. And remember I am 61, so this is eons ago. So school was a place to be educated. And um, no, no agenda was pushed that's being pushed right now, but also kind of to meet your friends and hang with friends and just connect with people. It was a warm and comforting environment. So now, in a, nowadays, though, it's completely changed. There are um, active shooter drills, lockdown drills, hold-in-place drills, um, in schools, which can cause a lot of anxiety, we know that the preventive measures are are very necessary. But what do we think it's doing to our kids' mental health? And those are things that can cause that negative anxiety, also prompting maybe kids to start thinking more about violence. I know that's really out there, but we don't know what people are thinking. So is it doing more damage than good? I don't know. But it is really the world that we live in. Again, um, are our teens being exposed to too much of the violence and negativity? I should say kids and teens, violence and negativity, that violent acts. And if they're being exposed so much, is it really evoking them to actually not have the same emotions that I would have had to an act of violence such as a school shooter so are the emotions different because of the exposure to all the aggression and violence i was not exposed to that at all so now kids are oh yeah another active shooter or i'm sorry a mass shooter another um person got beat up at the mall Um, another person was stabbed on the sidewalk. It's, is it like nonchalant? We aren't even caring about it, which is very, very worrisome. So how do we go about shifting our societal norms in regards to violence and emotional reactions to those atrocities? Um, so is, is there hope? Is there hope? So Dr. Pitaro he actually got permission from this young girl. Her name is Jillian. She's 17 years old. She she created a poem called I Hope. So I want to read this because she reflects on her hopes and her desires um, for living in a world where happiness, peace, and harmony are abundant. She has a desire to help others. She does acknowledge this, which happens a lot right now, is that hoping without action will not create change in the world. I love that. I love that this young lady recognized that hoping without action um, will not create change in the world. So... um The quote from Dr. Pataro, too, before I read this, is um, he, again, is talking about how it must be, how it must feel for kids and teenagers to live in a world where there is endless stories and pictures and videos depicting violence, intolerance, and hatred towards others who we perceive to be different and therefore less worthy, because they don't share our personal beliefs and values. Think about that. I'm going to say it again. How does it feel as a teenager or a kid growing up in the world right now, which you're exposed to endless stories, pictures, and videos depicting violence, intolerance, and hatred towards others who we perceive to be different? And therefore, less worthy because they do not share our personal beliefs and values. It goes always, every way. No matter who you identify as, what color you are, what ethnicity you are, you need to pull out that respect hat because it, it, it goes always, it doesn't just go one way. You have got to understand that. You have got to understand that. Here we go. I'm going to read the poem that Jillian shared with Dr. Pataro called, I Hope. I am just an optimistic girl who hopes. I wonder if I could make a change. I hear about wars in other countries. I see animals do not have a place to call home. I want to make things better, but I am just an optimistic girl who hopes. I pretend everything is okay. I feel sad when I cannot fix problems that hurt others. I touch people's hurts and try to make them forget. I I worry when it does not work. I cry when I cannot help. But I am just an optimistic girl who hopes. I understand that the world is not perfect. I say we can change that i dream one day we will all be happy i try to help in any small way i can i hope we can change the world for good but i'm just an optimistic girl who hopes um i would love to follow up with her i think i probably will and find out how she's doing because again that was 4 years ago and i love how she says i'm an optimistic girl who hopes She needs to get rid of the just. She's a powerful, empowering girl who is optimistic and keeps on hoping for the better in the world. So that is a beautiful poem by Jillian. Um, Another thing that Dr. Pataro from this article said is that we need to delve deeper into the ramifications of exposure to too much real-life hatred intolerance and violence. So I mentioned in my previous episode about the possible influence of exposure to violent video games, movies and TV shows. But the point that Dr. Pataro makes is that it's not real life. Like the things they see on TV and the news, that's real life people. The young shooter in Nashville, the shooter at Sandy Hook, the shooter in Las Vegas, The stabbings in New York four days in a row. The people beating up Asians because they're Asians. That's real life, people. That is real life. So there is potential that kids and our teens seeing that real-life aggression and violence has a greater impact than we think on our kids to actually contribute to that real-life violence. So we need to put an end to it. Dr. Patero states, I feel strongly that our children are witnessing the worst of what humankind is capable of doing. Now, that is right on. I mean, he is spot on. Again, this is what he said. I feel strongly that our children are witnessing the worst of what humankind is capable of doing. So they're the ones who are going to have to change. We're trying to, us older ones. We're trying to put it out there, but action. We need to implement. We need to work to shift. So we need your help to make the shift to a world with less violence and more kindness. Be that person that respects and accepts differences in others as part of your life. Attacking others and pushing your agenda in a confrontational manner does not help. Choose to discuss With the awareness that you may have to agree to disagree in order to keep calm. Agree to disagree to keep calm. Because if it escalates, here's my last point. Understand, you have no idea what the tipping point is with a person for an aggressive, violent reaction. You have zero idea about the tipping point? Will that tip them to an aggressive and violent reaction? I want you to think about that. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. And if this is the first time that you've been on, hit follow so you get a notification when my next episode comes out. And please remember to take care of yourself. You got one life, one time. Also, learning is truly the essence of life. Keep on learning and follow me tomorrow with Wrap It Up Wednesday on all this violence in America. So I yeah, join me. Join me tomorrow so you can hear what I have to say to keep helping um, solve this crisis of violence in America. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out.